familiar with. We talked about it, you know, we've heard it discussed many times before. Some of us even has a, uh, we even have a way to, we call, we, we refer to some people sometimes with the same term. So, okay, verse 24, I'm, I'm reading the New King James Version. So if you'd like to follow along with me, uh, grab your Bibles, grab your electronic devices, your iPad, D-pad, uh, whatever pad you may have. John, the 20th chapter, verses, starting with verse 24. So now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with him when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger in the print of the nails, and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. Verse 26. <clears throat> And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas went with them. Jesus came, the doors opened, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hand, and reach your hand here, and put it in my, into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And verse 28 says, And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord, my God, and my God. And verse 29 says, And Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, but yet have believed. Yes, so thank you, Lord. Thank you for the word of God. This is the word of God for the people of God, for those who have it here that you hear, hear what the word is saying. So this is a very familiar scripture. We all know this is about Thomas, uh, <clears throat> often referred to as Doubting Thomas. Um, and we know this is doing resurrection. This is dealing with the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what the disciples were called. So, you know, if, you, if you're not familiar with it, I'm not gonna kind of go into the whole detail of all of it. You can go back and read John and, and I believe it's uh, Mark and the rest of the gospels that, that pertain to this. Um, particular scripture of the resurrection um, so we got John, Matthew, Mark and Luke and so we know the gospels, we know the word of God, amen amen, so welcome welcome, welcome, welcome so tonight for what we're going to get into what does the Bible say about doubt yes, what does the Bible say about doubt now as I read the scripture one of the reasons why I wanted to read the scripture well, we, also, we also know there's different uh, different um different um, scriptures that talk about people doubt about who have doubt and one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, examples that we're going to deal with will be Peter too uh, well, we know Peter uh, the Lord was dealing with Peter about doubt but Thomas you know so a lot of us we say we call him doubting Thomas and I know there's probably some of us who feel like that we are a doubting Thomas so uh, so, uh, so we're going to get into this so the day topic, this evening topic is, what does the Bible say about doubt? And um, the scripture that I came from, just a reminder for those who are writing it down, trying to keep up with me again, put your comments in there. Um, anything that you want to uh, uh, share, you know, uh, please put it to the comment box. Uh, uh, Blessings, how you doing, Reggie? Running late, sorry. <laughs> yes, yes. 
unreliable, untrustworthy source. Amen. So, so it goes on to say, when we have doubt, doubt doesn't mean that we have a lack of faith. Yeah. It means we just need to be, we just have to, we need a, a confirmation mm -hmm. of, uh, that what we see is what we see. So, so there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, those, you know, uh, we can get into this. But all of us, I would say that all of us can say that we've had a moment where we had a doubting moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, none of us have seen Jesus, but we all believe in it. So Thomas had, to, he had the opportunity to see Jesus. So what would be our excuse for doubt? See what I mean? So where Thomas was saying that, he said, hey, look, I'm not, so basically when Thomas, when I was doing a little bit more study, mm -hmm. his, his, his moment of doubt was, and which, which is, was that like, John, the 20th chapter, uh, starting at verse, it was verse 24 to 29. Okay. Now that was a scripture because I, because before I get the topic, that's the 20th scripture. chapter. Yeah, 20th chapter, 24 to 29. So Thomas, so basically Thomas, he was, he, he was a lack of faith in that. Um, as I was doing a little bit of studying, there, there was some, yeah, they were writing, said maybe Thomas had a moment uh, that he doubted the resurrection. And that's why he said, uh, yeah, I'll believe it, but when if I see him, I got to be able to see where the nails was. And I also got to see where he was pierced in the side. But as the scripture goes on, and he said, after he was after eight days, and you know, when you go back, you can go back and review this scripture. Uh, Verse jump down to 26, it said, where well, they were all gathered together, um, I believe uh, uh, Luke and uh, Matthew, they give, a, they, got, they give a full picture when you put them all together. And Jesus kind of slid on in there with them. And he said, <laughs> and you, you know, you got to give, you, you give a little bit of credit. Jesus is good. You got to give him credit because he did that one the two uh, Cleopas and uh, that other gentleman was walking. Uh, and he just kind of slid up with him. And he said, hey, what y'all talking about? <laughs> and then here he did it again. He just kind of appeared and said, peace be unto you. And he said it directly to Thomas. Mm -hmm. And he said, Thomas, said, look here. Uh, you know, and you know, it's amazing. You know, he already knew what Thomas was feeling. Mm -hmm. He said, hey, look here, Thomas. Uh, put your finger here in my hands where the nails is. They said, and then reach your hand into my side where I've been pierced. Mm -hmm. So, without him saying, you know, so Thomas had to know that with Jesus, because he didn't, he didn't even say nothing to nobody. And what, what verse can you give me the scripture? Uh, uh, John, the 20th chapter. If that's just, you just tell me, huh? Uh, John 20. Uh, verses 24 to 29. Okay. And right now, I'm reading verse 27. I'm just kind of skipping through it. 21 to 29? 24 to 29. So he says, uh, put your hand in there. And, but then Jesus goes on and says, look at Thomas, reach your finger here. Look at my hands. And he probably showed him his hands where he had both of the nails up there. So he said, no, okay, now I don't, I don't got rid of it. That's one of your doubts I don't kill. Yeah. And so he said, now reach your hand here and put it in my side. He said, there's your other doubt. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. So Thomas didn't have a failure in faith. He doubted the resurrection. Yeah. So, you know, so there's a borderline. Some people say, well, down in Thomas, and I've heard, you know, we've been, some of us have heard uh, down in Thomas, he had faith, he doubted his faith or, or something like that. Um, 
when you kind of dig into this, it wasn't a, a, a lack of faith. He doubted the resurrection. Yeah. He had a doubt that Jesus, even though Jesus, he walked with him, he was there with him, he knew him, and Jesus told him that he was going to rise. You know, that's why, that's why when Peter when man went back and got Peter, and uh, Thomas said, he said, he went back and told him, he said, we see Jesus. <laughs> and so like some of them probably say in the days of 20, in the, 20, in the days time, he's like, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Or somebody said, seriously? Seriously, you see him? But then he said, and Thomas answered to him and said, my Lord, my God, in mm -hmm. verse 28. And then Jesus replied back to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. How many of us can relate to that? A lot of times we don't, we don't, because we don't see the Lord, we have a, we have a moment where we have doubt that the Lord can work in a situation, uh, in a situation, or, or the Lord will work on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So it's not a, a lack of faith, it's sometimes it's a doubt uh, because of what we see, that like Jesus told him, you, because you've seen me, you have believed. Mm -hmm. Blessed are those who have not seen, but yet believe. So this is where faith does come in. Faith does, if faith is required. You gotta have faith in order to believe. Yeah. And even if you don't believe, because that's why you know when Hebrews said, walk by faith and not by sight. Come on. You know, so how can you have, you know, so having faith in something or someone you have not seen takes a lot of belief. And it takes you can kind of and, it, and I also believe this, you can kind of go back, it has to be a life experience that helps increase our faith. If that makes sense. Uh, when we go through something and we can know when we get that moment where we say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, and I know some of us can see, man, and God the work that the Lord that worked on our behalf, done something, did a miracle, but it went and got a doctor's report or mm -hmm. or and got back and they couldn't find something, or yeah. you went back, you had uh, you know, blood pressure was up, come back and all of a sudden your blood pressure is back in normal. You know, so that's what you get. Your faith gets increased when you go through something. Yeah. When you go through something, when your faith is increased, you have you have less moments that you have doubt. Yeah. So yeah. So I, and I got a couple of scriptures, but that's what it says. So doubting Thomas, Ooh. he wasn't so much as doubt. Um, the biblical another um, definition I found in the biblical definition is to call a question the truth. Or to be uncertain now. And you know, again, I know that, you know, how about yourself, I mean, you can kind of, you have an experience of, I know yeah, I have, moments where I have had a moment of doubt. Yeah. Um, um, well, yeah, I've had some doubts too. But mostly, I, I, I don't know, I just, I have such a big faith in the Lord mm -hmm. that I, um, I do everything I can not to doubt. And if I start feeling myself doubting, then I start praying against it, you know. But I do, um, I've had some experiences where I've been like, man, this is Lord, you know, what are you doing? What is taking so long? You know, because we always want the Lord to move on our timing, you know. And um, we don't we don't want to do the waiting part. True. We don't want to, you know, go through the testing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. <laughs> we yeah. tend to just want to go, Lord, Here's my prayer. Give me that microwave, you know, answer. Give it to me now. You know, it's my it's my prayer, and I want the answer now. You know, like J.P. Wentworth. 
ten to one. You know what I mean? But it don't work that way. I mean, he can. You know, yeah. I've seen the Lord instantly yeah. to do some things, but I've also seen the Lord wait. You know, and I know that when He's waiting and and we're waiting, we tend to go. I guess this isn't gonna happen. We start feeling woes me, woes me. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Praise God, uh, 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 Janetta, that's true. You know, uh, she says I I have to not lean up to my own understanding, and that's yeah. true because right. that's what exactly what we want. Right. We want to our way. We yeah. want things our way. You right. know what I mean? We don't want to do things the way the Lord wants us to do. We want it now. We want it the way we want it. Right. And we want, we want, matter of fact, we want to pray the prayer. Right. We want to answer the prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We want to do God's job for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what we want to do, you know. And then when it, things don't happen, then we go to doubt God. Mm-hmm. And doubt, and, oh, well, I guess it just wasn't. You know, this is what a lot of us will do. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it wasn't meant to be. I guess it wasn't the Lord's yeah. will for me. Yeah. Well, you know what? First off, right now, you are like blowing your blessing yeah. all the way away. Right. Because nobody said that it wasn't meant to be or that it wasn't the Lord's will for you. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It just it yeah. could make you not ready for that yeah. blessing yet. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? Because sometimes we want things that we, we have these caviar dreams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we living on here on Tudor land. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So we got to make sure, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. But we sometimes we can't handle things. Yeah. Maybe that blessing is something we ain't going to be able to handle, True. you know, at that time. So, True. yeah, definitely. I've had my doubts and I've had, you know, before. But as soon as, as soon as I see them coming on or I start feeling they're coming on or I start hearing myself. Because at first, you know, you start doubting. You're really not even hearing yourself doubt. Until you, you start going, mm, you know, start to feel sorry for me, woes me. And then I, you go, wait a minute. I'm doubting over here. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling everybody else not to doubt, but I'm steady at doubting, you know? So I know, you know, and then, you know, like I was saying, I, I have such a strong faith in the Lord, you know. And like if I was doubting Thomas, I'd be like, no, I don't want to put my fingers in no holes. I don't want to do that, Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She said caviar dreams and Kool-Aid money. For real, you know? Yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. Stick my fingers in our father Thomas. I'd be like, Lord, you know? But, you know, he, I think that he was on a fleshly human side. I don't think that he meant, like, I just doubt you, Lord. I think that he just, he was being human. I, I believe that, you know, any one of us may go, Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness, you know? Cause, yeah, because when I was doing some research and that, and, and, and even then it said that <clears throat> that he wasn't a uh, he wasn't a question of his faith. Yeah. And like I said earlier, he was doubting. He had a doubt in the resurrection of Christ. Yeah. What Christ had said. And it kind of goes with the with, you know what you're saying with the with the prayer thing. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we go to prayer and then we we go into prayer and we ask to him, but then we have a doubt that he's going to hear us. Yeah. And answer. And so, and James, uh, while you are praying yeah. that prayer, some people, while they're even yeah. praying the prayer, are doubting it. Right. Already, while they're praying it, you know? James 1 and 6 tells us this. And it kind of goes with, yeah, James 1 and 6 says, But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's like, when I like the description that it said, when you have doubt, you know, you like you're bouncing. You, it's like that old they, back in the day when they, you know, video games and chains that has uh, uh, have progressed so much. But 
back in the day, they used to have that, that video game called Pong or something. Yes, yes. It was so slow. And see, that's the, way, that's the way we are sometimes when we're walking in this, in this faith walk. We had those moments where we have a dog, we ping and ping and ping yeah. and ping it. But, it, you know, then... <laughs> Yeah, thinking and <laughs> then I looked up the definition said doubt is a negative emotion. Yeah. A feeling when you have to do something, but there's more than one course of action yes. to choose from. So that is it, it's a doubt is it is a I guess you could refer to it as emotion. I was gonna say it's a very strong emotion. To me, I, I feel like it is, you know? Yeah, so then he goes in and says, so you don't know which option to choose. Yeah. So that's just like, you know, if you're driving in a, driving in a car mm -hmm. and uh, you get lost, so <laughs> you got you to gotta make a decision. Yeah. And so then you start to say, well, maybe I should go right. Yeah. Yeah. Then you start doubting. You know, you start maybe having a doubt over again. Yeah. Maybe I get lost, so maybe I should go left. Mm -hmm. so, so, you know, so those are... We have we don't have a moment of doubt, but it doesn't mean that we don't have faith. Yeah, and then we have doubts, Pastor, as well when the Lord is speaking to us. Yes. Because a lot of times yeah. that's a biggie for a lot of people. It was a yeah. biggie for me for a long time because you know I would go, well, is this me thinking this in my mind? And should I say anything? You know what I'm saying? And right. and matter of fact, I uh, the Lord had gave years ago. He had spoke to me in a dream, and he showed me these people, specifically these people. I was not supposed to tell anybody else. Yeah. I was not supposed to tell either any of them, whatever it is. Uh -huh. And I was just supposed to go to these people. Now I said, I don't know, Lord. That, you know, I said, no, that ain't, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because a couple of these people were some big pastors at the time. You know, and the Lord was telling me to go do this, and he told me to say word for word what he said. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's me speaking. I must have had that weird dream. I must have ate some bad chocolate. You know what I'm saying? You know, go to doubt, you know? Mm. And I was like, no, the Lord didn't tell me that. But the Lord did, and he would not let me rest. I could not sleep. It was on my mind. You know, when he get on you, mm. and he's like, do what I told you. Yes. Do what I told you. And finally, when I did, everybody who I um, confirmed it with, with, who the Lord told me to tell, mm -hmm. they came to me and said that this is exactly what was going on. And that I'm glad you came because the Lord told me, you know, I knew this was going on. You know, it was something, you know, because right. they had to do with what I told them. Right. You know, I didn't want to say too much without, you know, right. revealing, you know, because right. it was just for them. Right. You know, but everything I told to each person, they were they confirmed it. So you had to get over that moment. Of I had to get over that moment of doubt because I yeah. felt like it was me. Yeah. Like I was like just had a dream that day. You know how sometimes yeah. you know, and, and you know, and you can feel on the inside that it's the Lord telling you. No, it's the Lord telling you spiritually. So because uh, I was just reading this because what you were saying, mm -hmm. it says uh, no, it's not spiritual. Oh, okay. But it says faith. Is not the absence of doubt. Yeah. It is continuing. It is. It is uh, continually to follow Jesus in the midst of doubt. Mm -hmm. While you in doubt, so so it's a faithful. So what you did, it wasn't a lack of faith. You just had a moment of doubt. Why? But you still kept doing what the Lord told you to do. Yeah. And we've all experienced that. I can say that. Yeah. Like, you know, even doing what I doing now. You know, just I had moments of doubt that I was supposed to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And so. 
It doesn't mean that I had a lack of faith. Yeah. It just mean I questioned, you know, I had a, uh, like it says, uh, uh, an indecision between, uh, sometimes doubt can be an indecision between belief yeah. and unbelief, but that's not the case. What I'm saying is just like a, a, a lack of trust in your leaning into your own understanding. Mm -hmm. you know? It was more like like a not not that you didn't have faith in God right. or what God wants you to do. We tend to have a lack of faith in ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, and what we what God has called us to do. You're like, now why would He call this little man? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Why would He call me to do such a big job? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the kind of feeling that you get. You know. <laughs> It's so true. Mm -hmm. And you know, and being caught up into how people perceive you yeah. or think about you will cause you to have doubt too. Yes, it will. It will cause you to have doubt. And so, because even in this, uh, for me, uh, and I just, you know, for, I can say this for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think I shared this with you before. Uh, when I first got into this, you know, I, I didn't. You know, you know, you knew a lot of people, <laughs> you get those, you know, the people in life say, you know, this and I'll be there and, mm -hmm. and things like that. So, and so I, what I found myself doing. Trusting what they were saying. But, well, well, <laughs> trust what they were saying. Because, you know, usually it's the people who you are the closest to. Yeah. No, because, no, what I'm going to say is this. I found myself, I was listening, trying to imitate Oh, yeah. Imitate other people. You know, and things and so because I because my doubt was if I didn't sound a certain like, way, yeah. if I didn't preach a certain mm -hmm. way, if I didn't speak a or certain move, way, yeah. or move a certain mm -hmm. way, I would not be accepted as Yes, because you're not doing the pastoral that, thing. Well, no, it's just moving a, you know, a, a, a Accepted in a, in a, I don't know, a circle. something. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. But the Lord, the Lord moved on me and, and, and reminded me that we all been created as an individual. Yeah. He didn't create me. He didn't create you. He didn't yeah. create nobody to be like nobody. Yeah. Else. Everybody has their own method, their That's own way. Everybody's been given a gift. Um, you know, what, the, what we can find in, I believe it's in uh, First Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, one uh, sketch right now, but it talks about the gifts. Everybody's been given a gift. Some, you know, some is teachers, evangelists, yeah. pastors, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everybody's been a gift. But God, he, if everybody was, if everybody did everything the same, the it same, just, oh it'd, be, it'd be a terrible world. It'd be the most boringest place <laughs> ever. Because you would expect, you know, you wouldn't, every day you would know what to expect. Yeah. You would know what to look for. Exactly. Yeah. That's what happened. Uh oh. So, but the Lord, you know, so the Lord said, I, I, it reminded me, and the way he reminded me was through snowflakes. Oh, yeah. You can snow. You'll never find, I said this many times, you'll never find two snowflakes identical. Yeah. And just like we all have different fingerprints, and everybody, uh, fingerprints is different. Yes. Uh, everybody uh, has different uh, uh, DNA, mm -hmm. except for your family members. Yeah. But even your family members, you may have the same DNA, but you have different identities, you have different uh, uh, oh Lord, don't tell me that because the crazy <laughs> folks don't they nothing. They talk with me. No, just right. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I have a, a, a comment here, um, mm -hmm. Sister Nicole. She said, "Yes, sometimes you don't know if it's your own thoughts and will unless it's crystal clear, and He won't let you rest until His will is completed." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and um, um, we have Marie, she said, um, yes, everyone has their own gifts. And she also said, um, um, there is no two saying, you know, snowflakes that are the same. Right. Basically is what she's saying. And you know how awesome it is when you think about the snowflakes, you know, it's a lot to get to, you know, when you use that example. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like when we see the snow, when we see seven, eight, ten feet of uh, yeah. snow, every snowflake in there is different. different. Mm -hmm. But together, they make a snow pile. Yeah. Together, they make you can make a snowball. And that's the church. That's what the Lord was showing yeah. me in that snowflake. Yeah, you're individual, but when you come together, you can make a snowman. Yeah. When you come together, you can, you know, you can make a yeah, you know. But they're all individual, and that's what you said. That's the body of Christ. But yeah, I was going to say, it's that's like the body, body of Christ. Christ. We all different. We all different. Mm -hmm. But when we come together, we can make things. We can make yeah. beautiful things. things. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. snow, make a snowball. Hit somebody in the head. Okay. Yeah. Or, too, let's hit Satan. Yeah. Right in his forehead. Yeah. In the middle, like yeah. David hit the yeah. body. <laughs> So, you, so there's nothing wrong with yeah. doubt. Yeah. The problem is if you like, if you always doubt it. You know, yes. You know, if you always have yes. doubt, if you always doubt this, then um, like somebody said earlier, then that should tell you you're leaning more into your own understanding. Yeah. Leaning more into yeah. your own thoughts. Uh-huh. Um, so there should be some times where you should have a little bit of doubt. Yeah, there be some. I, you know, well for me, I believe there should be some times when you have doubt so you don't get full of yourself. You know, I say it's a natural thing yes, to yes. have some doubt. You know, and, and spiritually, we you know we're not supposed to, mm -hmm. but naturally we're gonna have doubt. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? In the physical, in the flesh, in the natural man. You know, we we're will. gonna have doubt. You know, so mm -hmm. it's that's mm -hmm. what's you know really. You know, people tend to take that and go, well, I, I'm really, I'm doing wrong because I'm doubting or I, I'm not believing or I don't have enough faith. No, it's not that you don't have enough faith, mm -hmm. you know. You know, and I think this word, like, his word, uh, this, this certain scriptures um, kind of tells us, they're kind of confusing, can, can be confusing, um, especially when we're talking about Matthew, the 12th chapter. Um, it'd be, well, we're talking about Matthew 21, 21. And Mark eleven twenty three, um, so when, you know when people find, when you get some time to go back and look those up, Matthew twenty one twenty one, and Mark eleven twenty three, and then I think there's also those those particular scriptures. Um, then we find Matthew because when you start with Matthew twelve thirty eight to forty two as well, it talks about if you have faith. Thirty two. Um, yeah, um, Matthew twelve thirty eight to forty two. Because it talks about if you have faith in God, do not doubt. You can move, move you can move mountains through prayer. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Peter had uh, doubt when he, you know, Peter experienced some doubt, but he went on, continued to do um, pretty much. Uh, you know, he went on to be a powerful disciple even with Jesus after the resurrection. Yeah. Um, because the moment that Peter had doubt, well, there's many people, uh, there were a couple moments when Peter had doubt. Uh, and there's a times when he actually denied the Lord. Uh, there's, there's probably some of us we can say that we have doubt sometimes in healing. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a doubt that the Lord can actually heal us. We have a doubt, we have sometimes we, we may experience a moment of doubt. 
believing that the Lord can move in our finances. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving in our relationships. But uh, here's the thing. So I, I, I agree with you. I don't know if, if, if anybody can say I have no doubt at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can, God bless you. Teach it to me. Yeah, show me Please how. teach me that if you can. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> even when Peter, to give an example, when Peter was in the boat with the disciples, mm-hmm. and, and uh, when the, the rest of them, when they seen Jesus walking, they thought it was a ghost. Yeah. So they had their moments of, of uh, doubt, doubt that that was truly Jesus. Jesus. Think about it with that, you yeah, know. That's so true. Crazy. That's a good example too. 
my physical and my uh, natural body, natural mind was going, really? You know, really? Right. After all, really? You know, that's all I think. But I said, you know what? I said, the devil is a liar. Yeah, I know that's right. He is a liar. Yeah. He is doing this to try to try to sidetrack and throw me off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, even before my sister passed away, she gave a life to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? And I was so thankful for that. And I made sure every time I seen her, I would talk to her about the Lord. And I would sing to her. And, you know, I made sure. You know, and I was telling you and Reggie that time. And I was yeah. like, I had no doubt in my mind that God yeah. could heal her. Yeah. And I I believed to the, yeah. till they pulled the cord. Yes, yes. That they could heal her. That yeah. God could heal yeah. her. Yes. And I believed him, and I still believe. But when yes. they said we're going to take her off, yes. and I kept saying, "Lord, yes. I know you can do this, because yes. you're the God yes. who parted the Red Sea, and you're the God, Hallelujah." He, you know, and I said, "I, I just trust him yes. to the end, yes. to the very end." You know what I'm saying? Yes. Even when the doctor said we're going to go on and we're going to remove her yes. off of the the uh, the the respirator, you know, because she wasn't breathing for herself. It was just the rest, but she was alert. What makes it so bad? You know, that's why, you know, I, you know, my, my uh, uh, flesh kept saying, you know, there's a, I, I don't doubt. I don't, I don't, I don't believe what these doctors are saying. Right. You know, I believe what God is saying. Right. You know, and, and, you know, you learn who's reporting, you're going to believe. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. I believe this. I believe everything God told me, every promise he made. Yeah. But I knew that even if she didn't survive, yeah. that I knew that she was being uh -huh. healed anyway. Uh -huh. Because she wasn't going to be healed through this physical body, but she was going to be healed when she made it to heaven. Because she yeah. did give her life to the Lord. She gave herself back to God. And I tell people all the time, it doesn't matter when you come back yes, to God. Yes, it matters yes, that you do come yes. back to God. Amen. Come on, come you on, know, man. and so I just said, you know, Lord, I don't doubt you. And I will refuse to doubt until they say she yes, yes. I would believe that God yes. could bring her out. Yes. And that's exactly what I did. And I and, and I was telling you and Reggie, you know, I was so and at that time, I was so upset and, and just, just discouraged because I felt like, oh, Lord, I really believed you. You know, but that's what the devil wants to put in your mind. Mm -hmm. Satan wants to put that in your mind. Mm -hmm. He wants you to say, um, devil, he, he wants you to say, well, you know what? See, God didn't do nothing. Where's all the promises that he made you now? You know what I'm saying? That's kind of stuff the devil was putting in mind. Yeah. But see, you know, I wasn't thinking anything like that. I was upset that she was gone. But I was more happy that she made it to heaven. You know what I'm saying? My belief is that she's going to meet me when we make it to heaven. Now, I can't say what God's will is. And I can't say where she is or where she's not. I can't say that. But my hope is that she made it to heaven. You know what I'm saying? And I know that as long as she did what this word said to do, to give your life to the Lord, to give it back to him, and to not doubt, I then I believe yeah. that she yeah. is going to meet me yeah. in heaven. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so yeah. I did not doubt that. Yeah. Nothing in me doubted that she was going to make it. She passed away, but I still am not doubting because I know that she's healed. Yeah, she's not sick anymore. She has cancer yeah. no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's she's fun. not suffering anymore. She's not having any more strokes every day. Two and three strokes a day. Mm -hmm. 
See what I'm saying? So I know she's healed. You know, so I knew. So when that happened to my sister, and, and, and then all of a sudden they tell me, hey, we got something showing up on your mammogram. Yeah, you need to get back in here. You know what I'm saying? So right away, they didn't wait. Right away, they set my appointment, and I came back in, and I was worried. I wasn't really worried because I believed it. I said, Lord, the devil's alive. You know, and I believed him. But my natural mind was very concerned with, like, are you serious? You know what I'm saying? I was like, after all this, Lord, you know, oh, my gosh. You know, but I wasn't doubting him in no way. You know, so I continued to pray, and I continued to pray. I even laid, sometimes we got to lay hands on ourselves. Yes, we do. We got to lay hands on ourselves, y'all. You know what I'm saying? We got to lay hands on our family, on our children, on our home. We got to pray for ourselves, and not only pray, but you got to believe it. There you go. You got to believe it. There you go. And you got to have faith, no doubt. No doubt. I did not have any parts of doubt when Thomas did, Pastor. I'm not even lying. I was believing it all. Yeah. I believed it all. You know, and I prayed and I laid hands on myself and I anointed myself. Uh, you know, I didn't need to go to nobody else to pray because yeah. I have a direct line to the Lord. I have a direct line to the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's okay that if you go and get prayer. That's okay. But you know what I'm saying? But until you get that on your knees and you get it for yourself, like you got to get your own self-salvation. Hallelujah. You know, so I'm trying to get excited. Let me calm down. So let me calm down. <laughs> you know, because all of us have, and this is one thing, and, and like a couple of times, when I don't really like doing like um, your home goings and stuff like that. Uh -huh. But I, you know, but it, it's, it's something that, so the ones I've done, mm -hmm. and, and I was, and you know, and I would have some reservations about it. Uh, and, but the Lord began to give me an understanding about this. And everybody's not going to get this unless you're spiritually right. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we get so, uh, we, we don't realize that we get love. We have a selfish love. Yeah. Uh, if, if that makes sense. We it have does. a selfish love mm -hmm. because for a family member, because we don't want to see them go. Mm -hmm. But then we got to realize that, 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 if, that if we, they're suffering. They're going through, they're having pain. So we're not the one laying in the bed. We're not the one doing yeah. two. We're not the one doing all this. And, you know, and there's some people who, when they say, you know, you heard somebody who's, who's faithful, they say, yes. I'm ready to go home. Yes, yes. You know, most of them might be, you know, a certain age or something. Mm -hmm. But if you hear somebody say they're ready to go home, the Lord has already told them it's okay. Yeah. So, but if we have a spiritual mind and don't doubt, that Jesus said that he come went on, to, to make a home for us and, yes. and make room for us, that he'll come back for us. Yes. But then if we come to the understanding and the realization and the, uh, the reminding that we can't take this come on now. That's simply right. battered body with yes. us. Yes. So we have to shed it. Yes. So the Bible says that uh, we have threefold, uh, three, threefold spirit. Mm -hmm. The body will turn to the dust from which it came from. The soul will be judged, be there for judgment, and the spirit come back to the Lord. Yes. But what I'm saying is this: it's like taking a suit. You gotta share this old body to get a new body. So, like yes. you were saying earlier, your sister got rid of that old oh, body, yes, and now she's got a new body. Mm -hmm. And so, and my, and I believe 
that if we continue doing what God has called us to do, not yes. being perfect, yes. making the mistakes we're probably going to make, yeah. but doing what we do without so much doubt, yeah. that you will see it. Mm -hmm. And I might give you just two or two. That's it, too. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's what, so but when you talk to that, people will say, well, you know, they, oh, man. You reminded me of my, of my, of my sister when she passed and when she went off to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And she's in Seattle. And I went out there in Seattle. And I remember talking to her. It just reminded me of that when we was talking about your sister. Mm -hmm. um, and, um, and I was there. And I had just got into the ministry. And I just got uh, uh, ordained a deacon. And this was back when, uh, back when, uh, oh man, this is wild. Back in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. And I went, went out to Seattle, and my sister was in the hospital. She had she got misdiagnosis, um, and she uh, when she died, and she on the day, you know gave gave um, you know he had two days. He said you need to get out here with yeah, the next two, the two days. So I flew out there. You know they uh, sometimes back then you can get a free a flight. flight. Yeah. Uh, make a long story short, and I got there, and she was there, and I was standing over her, you know, and I you know looking at you know hey you know. My heart, you know, it's like because my sister did. Yeah. You know, and I was, and I was like, wow. So I'm trying to be the minister, mm -hmm. not knowing I'm still working on my relationship with the Lord. Yeah. But I had enough faith to know I can't nothing I can do. That's it's right. time. It's time. This is in Jesus' hand. Right now. Yes. So I told her, and I said, you know, I said, and uh, I was on the bed, and I was talking to her, mm. and she said, uh, she called me Junior, and she said, Junior, I don't want to die, mm. and. And I know now, as the Lord, I said, but you know, says, you'll be with the Lord. Yeah. And you won't be suffering no more. Okay. And so at the time, she said, I don't want to hear about Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. So I didn't know how to respond. Yeah. And so I got up and so making a long story short, and then I, the doctor called me to sign some papers and some other things. Mm -hmm. And in the midst of time, this is how I know the Lord knew. He knew I could not handle it. Yeah. So when I was away, while I was away talking to the doctor, she went off to be with the Lord. But when I got back to Evangelist, her face was, I think she was unrecognizable. Yes. And I couldn't even recognize that my sister, you know, uh, you know, I, to me, she, she was beautiful. Yes. And um, I couldn't recognize her. And I, was, I remember bending over the bed and I was crying. And I was just saying, you know, and I was asking, you know, and I was saying, my Lord, my Lord. And when I looked up, the Evangelist, and, and God is my witness, her face was so peaceful. Mm -hmm. She was the most prettiest thing I had. There wow. was a peace over her. Mm -hmm. And I looked at her, and, and, you know, at the time I didn't realize, but now I know that she was with the Lord. The Lord had Pretty probably, bad. I don't know, but maybe the Lord had said, you know, hey, it's okay. Yeah. I got you. Mm -hmm. But I was done, and I was still kind of freaking out, and there was a deacon there. Mm -hmm. and, and this deacon told me, he said, hey, man, he said, I don't know what you're crying for. Her words is over with. You yeah. still got to deal with yours. Yeah. So my initial reaction like, was like, what? dude, what you trying to do? What you got <laughs> you, you don't even know me. Yeah, you know, the, the mic words. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk about bosses? Okay. You know, we talk about bosses. Put them up. Put them up. <laughs> But then when he when he said that, he said, yeah, man, he said, think about it. He said, she's not, she's not suffering no more. He said, but you got to keep on yeah. living. So you're gonna keep, you're gonna be doing some more suffering. You're gonna yeah. go through some things. Now I understand. Mm -hmm. So then so like when I, you know, when I those times the, the times when I've done 
homecomings, I always tell people, you know, I, I always try to put that in there. Yeah. You know, hey, but don't don't be selfish. Yeah. Don't be selfish. If the Lord, if it was that, you know, every you know, the scene that the Lord said is time, it's time, time. And you know, and just because uh, you feel that go on there. Yes. You're gonna go through some things. You're gonna do yeah. some ups and downs. But theirs is over. So they don't share this. So I said all it is is a pause. Yes. That's all it is. It's a pause in this natural life. Did you go into the spiritual yes, life? Yes, it is. That's all it is. Death is nothing but a pause. Yes. Because it didn't say that you'd be done. You got two places you go: the penthouse or the basement. That's it. I'm a penthouse kind of guy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so that pause is where you're gonna decide where you're going. Mm -hmm. Where you're going. I said, but you backed out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. But, it it, it you. Uh, I ain't no joke. That's why I learned I don't even like to go nowhere near doubt. No. Try, like to, try to stay away from as much as that. Even then, time. And with everything was being said and all that, I refused to have things that this wouldn't come, that this was going to get worse than it was. Yeah. I, I wasn't going to feed it to Me it. Me neither. I, I couldn't feed it to it. Me neither. Even, even though I, I knew that people were dying, dying from it, yeah. even though I knew, I said, but you know, I, 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 you know, Lord, I said, well, you know, Lord, you got this. Yes. Even you got those who lost their lives. Yes. You got the family who lost the loved ones. You got the ones who pursued, who made it through. Mm -hmm. We're hearing testimonies of people who survived it. So, you know, I, I couldn't now, the, you know, the, the, I couldn't halt between two opinions. Mm -hmm. um, matter of fact, I got that. Let me kind of read that scripture. First mm -hmm. Kings 18 and 21. And it's dealing with Elijah. And I, I you know, this is a... First Kings 18 21, this is New King James Version. It says, And Elijah came to all the people and said, How long will you falter between two opinions? Yeah. If the Lord is God, follow him. Come on. Come on, see, I, Come somebody, on now. If the Lord is God, yeah. follow him. Come on now. If it be Baal or the devil or the enemy, Come on. then follow him. Yes. People answer him not a word. That's what sometimes right now we're here. There's a silence. But I believe now the, the Lord is saying, hey, it's time for you to pray. Hey, what opinion what are you going to go with? Mm -hmm. Are you going to follow me? Mm -hmm. Regardless of what the situation may be. Amen. You're going to follow me? Follow me. Follow me. If you're not, follow me. Mm -hmm. How long will you fall between two opinions? That's right. What are you going to choose? Like we said in that the 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 old Ten Commandments movie. Yes, we said Moses. Yes, yeah. for those on the Lord's day, you, you know they went. Well, yes, oh, yes. 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 <laughs> believe when I was a kid, that part was so scary. Me, my heart would start pounding when I was a kid. I'd be like, ooh, I would have it in my mind. I'm going, I want to be on the Lord's side. I want to be on the Lord's side. I love that. Me too. We all gonna be on the Lord's side. Come over here. Yes. Not. They got swallowed up. They did. They uh, ooh, and that was a scary scene back then. Everything. <laughs> oh, I said, no, God. I don't want no parts of that. None. None at all. Y'all can handle all that. So we can't have no doubt. Abraham's a good example. I'm gonna we're gonna wind up here. Um, unless you want got something that you want to share. Oh, I I just got a uh uh before you close out, if you could pray for um Katrina Mackey. 
Okay. Uh, my sister-in-law, I'm not sure, I'm sure you should, you know who oh, yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. Um, she's uh, in the hospital, they took her to the hospital today. Oh, she uh, has a, she was feeling sick, they thought they were gonna test her for COVID, but um, they found a blood clot in her heart. So they have her in the hospital. So be yeah. praying for her. I told yeah. Tasha uh, that we would- um, Yeah, uh, definitely be praying. Pray for her. And believe her. Yes. That the Lord will turn it around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he will. If he did it in the Bible, oh yeah, and if he did it then, he'll do it today. He's the same. Yes, he will. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yes, he is. We just need to have less doubt, more faith. Yes. If you have doubt, make sure that let the build a bridge yes. of faith and get over that doubt. Come on now. Trust the Lord. Trust the Lord. Um, that faith is what's going to activate that. faith is what's going to activate it. Yes. It's what's going to get you through this. Yes, it will. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, so this is what we discussed. What did the Bible say about doubt? And I was going to say, I was going to close with it. Abraham was a positive example, a great example of an unwavering belief with no doubt. Um, yeah, and somebody said, well, what do you mean? When you go back and look in the book of Genesis and when Abraham was called, he didn't say, well, where are we going? How long going to take to be there? Yes. What are we going to eat? You know, what I'm going to wear? He didn't ask nothing. When the Lord told him to go, he went. Because he was sent. Yes. He was sent. He didn't, he didn't. And his faith was strengthened as he, as he, as he went. Because he walked by faith, not by sight. That's right. Because he heard a voice of the Lord. And the Lord told him to go. So. So, then, so Abraham is a wonderful example of um, Esther is a wonderful example yes. of not having doubt that the Lord is going to keep her. She wanted to sacrifice her life for the for the for her for her people, for the people yes. of God. She said, hey, if I die, let me die. So you know, it's just this uh, we got great examples. Uh, I thank God that the Lord Jesus Christ didn't have doubt. Yeah. Even, even when he was praying. And he knew he was taking on the sins of, of, of the world and each and every one of us. He, he had that moment where he just said, uh, Lord, let this cup pass from me. Yeah. But then he, at the same time, and then within that same breath, he said, not my will, but your will be done. Thank and that's what we need to say when we have Thank those you, moments of doubt. Lord, not my will, but let your will yes, be done. Yes. When that doubt come up, but not come my now. will, Lord, yes. let your will be done. Your Lord. will be done. Lord, I'm walking by faith, not Thank by sight. Lord. So God has no rule in yes. here. God does only have another temporary state, and we're getting ready to kick him out by faith. So, so, so if you have a moment, I'm not going to say that, you, that it's wrong to have a doubt, but don't let it stay there. Kick it out. Kick it out with faith. Yes. Lucifer got to kick out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Bible said he looked like lightning because he got okay. kicked out so fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got to kick out <laughs> down the rest of the stuff. Yeah, the Bible said he looked like lightning because he got kicked out it's so, so hard. fast. It's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> I see you. Dust So, anyway, we're going to close up here and, and uh, as always, guys, I want you to close it out in prayer because I opened it up. And, um, I just want to take this moment. I want to say thank you uh, for everybody who joined us this evening uh, for what does the Bible say about that. Uh, those who continue to follow us on our, on our online uh, on Sundays and uh, 
we're, uh, and please, when you, you know, if there's something that you like about it, share it with, share it with somebody. Yeah. Uh, share it, share it. Uh, uh, we're working on getting better equipment and, and better sound. So we're doing it piece by piece, minute by minute, but God is still good. God, the Lord is still on the throne. Amen.